Hi, friends. How are we? I'm great. I'm sipping my tea, honey. Um, got a little vibe going in the back. There's this guy I love um, watching his playlist on YouTube. It's such a vibe. You guys should check him out. Um, his name is Bobby Senga, spelled N-S-E-N-G-A. Anyways, his apartment's a vibe. I don't know. He's a vibe. So that's who I like to have playing on the background. But um, get your drink, get your smoke, get your shit. You know how this goes, honey. Um, We're going to dive right the fuck in because I don't have time to waste. I'm trying to keep these podcasts 30 minutes or less because, I mean, who has all day to sit around and listen to a podcast? I do, but most people don't. So... Um, the last podcast where we were talking about um, heartbreak and betrayal, and we we got into the um, we got into the like initial part of it, right? Like, what is it? What does it feel like? And kind of how we should view the betrayal and stop romanticizing it, right? Um, how we should feel the feelings that we're feeling, but like, we didn't really get into how to really start healing and dealing with that shit. And that's kind of what I want to touch on in this podcast. Um, so what the fuck do you do after you feel that betrayal, that heartbreak, that relationship's over? Like now what? Most of the time when you're in a relationship, like most of your life includes this person. So um, whether that means you call them every lunch break, um, whether that means you guys live together, whether that means you have children together, like having a relationship with anyone means that you live life with them on some plane at some time. Um, And so when that thing is gone you're going to notice, you're going to feel it, you're going to see it, it's going to affect you. I'm not someone who really watches a lot of TV. But if you take my TV, I'm going to fucking notice I'm going to miss it. And I'm going to want another one. Because I am used to having a TV. It's been around. So now what? What if I can't afford a TV? What if I can't just go buy a TV? Now, when you in any kind of relationship, you shouldn't just go jump into another one. That's how you fucking bleed on people. Like I talked about yesterday. That's why our dating pool is so fucking toxic now, because everyone wants to just replace somebody instead of replacing who the fuck you are that let a motherfucker treat you like that. That's what really needs to happen. That's who really needs to be replaced is yourself your thought process, how you go about life. Things have to change with you drastically if you're going to heal, deal, and become better from this situation. How does that look? It looks ugly. It looks like (laughs) 
It looks like probably the first, however long it takes you. I don't feel like there should be a date on the shit, but there's going to be a lot of days where you're hella emotional. You're crying. You're sad. You miss this person. You might even be blowing their fucking phone up, texting them like crazy. You know, that's part of the process. Unfortunately, nobody wants to go through that part, but that is part of it. And that shit hurts and that shit is uncomfortable and that shit feels like it's going to last forever. It feels like that other person doesn't give a fuck because at that point they're not reaching out. Now what? Now you're just left broken, crying, angry, depressed, having anxiety racing thoughts, overeating, overdrinking, undereating, dehydrated, developing bad habits to replace, <laughs> let's be honest, another bad habit. That's always one of the first clues you could tell if a relationship was healthy or not. What do you choose to dive into after that relationship? Do you dive into more toxic shit? Do you dive into self? Do you dive into God? Do you dive into your emotions? Do you dive into emotional eating? Do you dive into the gym? What do you dive into? Do you dive into work? Dive into the depression? Like what, what is it that you dive into? Identify that first. What is it that I'm diving into now that this person is gone? What is it that I'm replacing this person or this thing with right now? Is it healthy or is it toxic? That's the first thing you need to identify. Is this something that I want to continue? Do I want to keep living my life like this? You know, in the last podcast, I said, how much do you have to love something in order to betray yourself? How did you betray yourself in that relationship? Write that shit down. Look at it. Feel that shit. Ask yourself why you were willing to betray yourself. And honestly, I highly recommend not asking yourself at all, but asking God to tell you the answer to that so that you can really get to the root of that so you can heal that. Because if you don't, you're going to do the shit again. You're going to let another motherfucker do the same shit. You're going to miss all the red flags again. You're going to gather all those red flags up and put them in a nice little vase and put some fucking hydrangeas on it and dress it up just like you did last fucking time because you're damaged and you just want somebody there. You want a distraction. And how fucked up is that to the person that you claim that you love that you couldn't live without? That you're using them as a distraction or a placement or, you know, a space holder or a band-aid. Maybe they knew that. Maybe that's why they left. 
half the time. That's not the reason why. Don't beat yourself up about it. But you need to understand that eventually you may encounter somebody that is that emotionally intelligent that they see that you really don't have the capacity to love at the level that they know they deserve love. Maybe they see all that hurt and that pain in you and they're like, damn, like I for real don't even want to deal with it and I don't even have the heart to tell her. What if that's it? What if you're the problem? It's easy to deflect and call that other person an asshole and you hate them and you this and you that and you blah, 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 all the other shit. How easy is it to look in the mirror and be like, damn, am I the fucking problem here? How did I contribute to this? Because like I told you in the last podcast, all you have at the end of the day is your motherfucking self. So what that means as well is that the only person you can change is yourself. The only thing you can improve is yourself. If you keep distracting all that energy you could be using to improve yourself and putting that into other motherfuckers, no wonder they're becoming so much doper and better and and living on with their life because damn you fed into them they were feeding into themselves now shit they're two times better and you're three times drained and by choice you made that choice you could have said no you could have invested that time and energy into yourself but for whatever reason deep down inside of you all of our reason is different You chose to put that person before you. You chose to betray yourself to make that person happy and to make their life better. And when that person had the chance and they saw a better opportunity, they left your ass right where you were at. You know why they left you where you were at? Because you left yourself where the fuck you were at. Oop. You left yourself where you were at. I'm not even saying the person that you're dealing with is that emotionally intelligent to know that that's what they were doing, but that's what spirit is doing to try to make you see, hello, 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 focus on thee, not anyone else, on you. Take the splinter out your own eye before you focus on the log in your brothers. Even the size reference tells you everything. I think it's actually take the log out of your own eye before you take the splinter out of your brother's. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I don't have my Bible in front of you. I'm just free gaming it right now. So look it up yourself. You can easily find it. The reference, though, however, is still the same. Work on your damn self first. You got plenty of shit to do on your end. But Vanessa, when you're in a relationship... You're supposed to give that person your everything. Who the fuck told you that? Who in the fuck told that shit ain't real? You should give yourself everything you got. All the effort you got. All the love you got. All the gratefulness you got. All the joy you got. All that good shit. Give that shit to yourself. The person that you're with should equally be giving all that same shit to themselves a hundred percent to themselves 
If both of you guys are doing that, damn, you're coming to the table with the power of 200%. That's a lot of power at the table. That's a lot of independence at the table. That leaves a lot of room at the table to build together. If you're coming to the table with 50, he's coming to the table with 60. Or if you're coming to the table with 20, he's coming with 80, blah, 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 vice versa. Whatever the fuck the mix up is, it's not 100 and 100. It's not over 80. Then you guys are just bringing bullshit to the table. The table's already fucking crowded. You can't clearly see each other because each other doesn't even know who the fuck each other is. You don't even know yourself. So you can't tell this person how to love you. You can't love this person because you don't love yourself. You have to love yourself first. And loving yourself means putting yourself first, standing up for yourself. Loving yourself means I'll sit in this motherfucking house by myself and heal before I let another motherfucker touch my body. You value yourself. When you really start to value yourself, people around you can't do nothing but value you or get the fuck away from you. That's their only two options. When you really start finding your worth and your value and you don't settle for anything less, that is all that will happen. You will either be surrounded by motherfuckers who truly fuck with you. They love you. They like who you are. They're loyal to you. They stand up for you when you're not around because how dare you talk about my friend like that? Because you must not know her. That's who you have around you then. Because that's how you show up for yourself. If you walk around letting people mistreat you, disrespect you, um, cheat on you, lie on you, abuse you mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever it is. That's a clear indicator to the other people that you don't give a fuck about yourself. I could come spit in this bitch face. She ain't even going to say nothing. (laughs) Now, a lot of you guys are like, oh, I would never. Oh, bitch spit in my face. I would punch her. No, the fuck you won't. Because people spit on you spiritually all the fucking time and you don't even defend yourself. I'm going to let that sit with you for a minute. You let people spit on you spiritually all the fucking time and you still do not do anything to defend yourself. Women, God said you're a treasure, but you're out here acting like fucking trash. What does that say about you? You think other people are going to value you if you don't even value yourself? How do you carry yourself? What do you look like? How do you speak to other people? Are you nice? Are you kind? Like, what are you? So my advice is that use the heartbreak, use the betrayal as God's way of getting your attention. Yo, I need you to look at this part of your life because you're neglecting yourself in this area. You need to improve on yourself in this area. You're allowing this type of treatment and I need you to feel this pain so that you can become aware of it because you're blind to it right now. Your your heartache and your betrayal 
that's your prescription from God to get a clear view on what shit really is in the moment. Not your rose colored glasses that you want to put on so a motherfucker fits the aesthetic that you want for your life. No. Heartache and, and betrayal is God's way of giving you a clear view on who and what is for you and against you. And a lot of times that shit hurts. We don't want to see it like that. We want to keep on putting those rose colored glasses on. God's not going to let that happen for too much longer. He's going to keep making that shit hurt more and more and more and more and more and more and more. Until them rose colored glasses are broken. And all you have is the prescription frame to put on. That's how important you are to God, though. Like, I really wish you guys would see it that way. That's how important you are to God. He is willing to break you down before he's willing to let you be out here and just looking like a fool. He will happily do that. He cares more about your future than your present, to be honest with you. Your present is nothing but an accumulation of previous thoughts. So check yourself and what you're thinking about. How you're thinking about it. How you're viewing it. How are you planning for the next five years? Are you really planning? You're just going day by day. All of these things really add into how you allow people to treat you because it determines where you're going. And when you have a clear view and a clear sight on where you are going, where you are headed, you will categorize people in a certain way. This is an associate. This is a motherfucker I drink with. This is someone I go to the bar with. This is someone you know that I can call if I'm really going through something. Categorizing people in your life is so fucking important. Because the person I go chill with and just have a couple drinks with, they're not going to know shit about my personal life to keep it 100 with you. Yeah, let's talk about the weather and current events because I'm definitely not telling you what's going on in my soul. Stop being too so free and so open with your business and what you're going through and how you're feeling and posting that shit online and all this shit. Fuck that shit. Address the shit within yourself. Be clear on who to address what with. My dad used to say, never miss a good opportunity to shut the fuck up. It sounds rude if you hear it and you're not of wise mind yet. But when you're of wise mind, it's such good advice. Never miss an opportunity to just shut the fuck up. Number one, because you never know what you can learn just by closing your mouth and opening those ears, listening, letting somebody else talk. You don't know everything. You never will. And if you feel, honestly, it's such a, a old statement now, might sound a little bit corny to people, but truly, if you are the smartest person in your friend's circle, if you are the most successful person in your friend's circle, please, I beg of you, go get new friends. You will not advance any further than what you are right now if you keep the same crowd you have right now. 
If the people around you are not on a consistent plan to advance their life mentally, physically, emotionally, um, even worldly, because we live in this fucking world. So we got to advance in here in the world, too. So if you don't have people that are consistently doing that, where do, where do you think you're going to end up? You think you're just the one motherfucker in all of the nations who could avoid being influenced by the people they hang out with? Because that's just human nature. That's just how your body's set up. You ever heard of the water experiment? If not, go look it up. Water is definitely affected by vibrations. The vibrations that come out of your mouth, the energy that comes out of your mouth. If you're constantly around somebody that's negative, guess what? You're going to be negative too. No matter how positive you think you are. So my advice, I'm going to start summing this up for this part of this, <laughs> excuse me, heartbreak and betrayal is that when this initiates and that person is gone and has been snatched out of your life and you feel you're going through all those emotions, I really want you to just really start journaling, start categorizing these feelings, start really writing down and analyzing who you have in your life and replace all those moments, all the space that that person took in your life. I want you to replace it with all of the activities it takes to, to become who you want to be five years from now. You will, you, you know how when you have an earthquake, you'll have a major earthquake, right? Everybody feels it like, damn, I used to live in Cali. So yeah, I, I I've been in an earthquake before. You in an earthquake? Oh shit, the whole house shaking, everything shaking. At first you don't really know what's happening. You like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And then you kind of realize like, oh shit, we're having an earthquake, right? So the earthquake happens, boom, boom, bow, it can last, you know, however long it lasts. The one I was in lasted maybe a minute or two. Everything shake, you kind of start feeling a little scared on the inside. Like, wait a minute, is it going to stop? Like, hold on. And then it stops and you're like, damn, okay. So there might be some shit broken. Some shit might have fell off the bookshelf. You got shit all over the floor. You got your whole houses rearranged, furniture moved around. So you have a lot of rearranging to do. You have a lot of figuring out to do. You might have to call the insurance and make a claim. And guess what? Right when you start to relax, you could get some, what do they call it? Residual um, earthquake shakes, like like uh, some leftover shit, you know, because the vibration is so hard, like it went out and then it kind of comes back in and you might get shook up a little bit more and then it's done. There's no warning for either one. So once you find yourself getting on this path to getting better, get, getting better, re, re, redirecting your thoughts and your focus on something more positive and definitely making sure all those thoughts and those actions are focused on you because you now know that you come first, right? You now know that in order to achieve anything you want in your life from love to success, career, family, you have to love yourself first. You have to learn how to put yourself first. So now you're doing all that. You're getting a little comfortable in it, you know? 
You get actually feeling a little happy and shit. And then you get that residual shakes. Maybe you get that text. Maybe you're in the grocery store and you see that friend that, you know, you're not talking to anymore. Whatever it is, it's going to happen. Don't see that as an opportunity to let that person back in. Don't see that as a sign miraculously from God that, you know, all this is to put. No, that ain't nothing but a test, boo. How much have you learned? How much have you really learned? That's God's way of seeing if you're coping or if you're actually putting in the work and healing. Your response to that will tell you everything you need to know. It doesn't mean you'll always make the right response. We're human. You might fall in that pit. You might fall for it. And guess what? They're going to do some shit that made her even more every time. They already showed you who they are. You have to believe them. You have to believe them. If you don't, you are betraying yourself. Stay focused on yourself. Stay focused on your future self way more than you focus on your current self. Excuse me. Realize that being reminded of the pain is part of the process. Being reminded of the pain, being reminded of the heartache is not to make it harder. It's just to show you your progress. Do I need to dig deeper? Do I need to get more aligned? Do I need to get myself more active? Every time, just elevate yourself. Dig deeper into yourself. Dedicate more time to prayer. Dedicate more time to meditation. Dedicate more time to journaling. Dedicate more time to your kids. Dedicate more time to working out. Dedicate more time to positive shit. That makes you a better person. That gets you closer to your goal self. Because wallowing in some shit that once was ain't never got nobody no motherfucking wear. That's what I do know. You are worth it to put all that effort and energy and love that you want to give, that you desire to give to someone else, that you have given multiple times to someone else. You deserve that for yourself. Buy yourself those gifts you used to give them. Take yourself out on those dates and those trips that you used to give them. Who the fuck are they? You're worth it, my friends. And I hope you realize it and I hope you see it. We'll dig a little bit deeper on this next time. But for now, I got to get my ass to work. It's 830 in Arizona. I love y'all forever. Bye, friends.